0: Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we are discussing What If Season 2, Episode 5. What if Captain Carter fought the Hydra Stomper? That's probably not the emphasis that you're supposed to put there. But all that and more of the set we have some amount of control over.
2: welcome to the marvel cinematic universe podcast my name is matthew carroll and i'm jeff randall and with us today our good friend from animation deliberation and multiverse news Jay scotty saint claire what's going on j scotty
3: hey, not too much uh glad to be back i'll be honest and say i might be doing a little bit better if i had some pecan pie but
2: oh stop your jealousy you know you got to compare your life to your own life you know move forward you can't compare it to others just because i have pecan pie yeah. over here on this side of the screen zoom isn't real life you, you know they say that about like you're Instagram. competing
0: against yourself and nothing more yeah that's right all right all
2: right there's a
0: version of me that has pecan pie though and i'm envious of that version
2: and that is a version to strive for i agree yeah,
3: and there are also versions of the both of you that pronounce it as pecan pie, much like I do. Yeah, <laughs> man, pecans are for truck drivers. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: uh, I'll I'll send you my recipe. This is my own homemade pecan pie that I made my very own self uh, feel good about it.
0: <laughs> Did you go and, and pick stuff. the pecans yourself? Uh, yeah,
2: at Publix. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: those ones, those ones right there. <laughs> that bag, right there. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Yeah. If you got bourbon pecans from nuts.com Ooh. using the code whatever we have. Yeah. Ooh, I bet those- <laughs> that would have been uh, a great segue.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- this would be a great segue to that ad that we're not reading today for nuts.com <laughs> slash MCU. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually do that for Christmas. I went to our, our promo code nuts.com slash MCU or promo URL. And I ordered a bunch for family
0: because <laughs> I really like a lot.
2: Good gifts. Good gifts. Practical. All right. Well, how about we dive into talking about this episode of what if, what if Captain Carter fought the Hydra Stomper? Uh, a really interesting episode because it not only combined the uh, Captain America Winter Soldier plot line, but it also combined it with the... Uh, Black Widow plotline and getting to see those right. characters and sort of settings from each of those worlds, and it got this weird like '50s vibe, wandavision esque '50s town. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it was it was cool. But it, man. Was, it was in
0: cool. it was in Sokovia. It also had the the ending of like uh, something crashing into Sokovia. So we got Age oh, of Ultron as well. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah.
3: okay. I thought you were going to go a different direction with that. I thought you were going to tie it back to the. Visual similarity between Black Widow and the Winter Soldier with the Project Insight helicarrier and the Red Room both like falling to the yes. earth in a fiery blaze. I yeah, I thought the same I thing.
0: Mean, that's the obvious parallel. I'm going <laughs> deeper. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs>
3: but no, it is
2: it is another good point. The Sokovia of it all, like that's another little Marvel Easter egg to bring into this little what if uh, episode. For sure.
0: I feel like yeah. this episode was just like. Let's do the whole MCU Phase Two, Just the whole thing, Just like all yeah. of it. Smash it all in.
2: Smash a little Phase Two. Sprinkle a little Phase Four. Um, yeah, get an animated version of Melina in there because yeah, I need that poster now.
0: Yep, um, as voiced by Rachel Wise. Was it, was it voiced by Rachel Wise? It was. Oh, yeah. I saw her name. Ugh. I saw her name coming up in the, in the credits at the beginning, and I was like, it's ruined! I know she's in there now!
3: Yeah. The surprise is ruined! That's the double-edged sword about not skipping that intro, is you do get spoiled about some of the characters if you recognize the actors.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that's exactly what happened.
3: Yeah. It hurt. Yeah, I, I can't listen to that intro without going, time,
2: space. The final frontier. These are the voyages <laughs> of the stars.
0: <laughs> the multiverse is the final frontier.
3: Yeah. Well, you're doing your watcher voice again, and we talked about it last time, about <laughs> how, how fun it is to do the watcher voice. But I loved Jeffrey Wright's delivery in the the final scene when yes. he's doing his typical like deep register there. Like, I see all. I know all. What the hell's this? Like the way his <laughs> voice just went, and the way he was like thrown off guard, it, it threw me yep. off guard, and it works so well. It really I, it, did. It got an audible laugh out of me both times I watched it. Yep. Yeah. Peggy comes to, and we get what appears to be sixteen over sixteen o two versions of both Nick Fury and Wanda.
0: Yep. Yep. And I am, um, I swear, man. Like when watching episode six, I was just like, "Come on, come on, take her too. Let's get them all in there." Let's get everybody to 1602. Is this the 1602 world? I want that one too. Let's bring them all in. I was mm. so excited about that because I love, 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 love the Neil Gaiman 1602 comic. It like that verse is so cool. Hmm. I I've not read it, and
2: uh,
3: nor but have
0: it I. Seemed, it oh. seems
2: neat. Yeah. It's
0: yeah. it's available on Amazon.com/slash MCU Cast for no. No, nope, we don't. We don't have, don't that. have that affiliate link. No. <laughs> oh.
3: Well, I, I mean, the staying power and, like, the popularity of that particular, like, Elseworld, pardon the, the term here in the Marvel side of things, but, <laughs> um, you know, the the fact that we're going to visit 1602, and from what I can guess at this point, like, that is going to be the big crossover that we get in this season, which is pretty, pretty exciting.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It does seem like it's heading towards that. Be- I, I knew, we knew that episode was coming, but we didn't know that, like, Peggy Carter was getting pulled into that world, that Part of the of the multiverse, I think that that and and if that's any indication, uh, like you said, if that's the big overarching plot we're getting, I think that's that's pretty cool. It's a it's a, it's a weird yeah. direction to go. I felt I felt like that was going to be like just another episode that would introduce a character that they would grab for whatever sure. multiverse shenanigans are going to happen. Whatever new guardians of the multiverse they have,
0: I mean, this ending felt kind of uh, reminiscent of the party Thor one in season one. Where like at the end of it, Ultron bots, you know, like the uh what infinity Ultron mm-hmm. bots show up and they're like, Where the hell did these guys come from? Like, <laughs> what the hell?
3: Right. The watcher has a similar reaction. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's it's that whole unexpected from you know, the guy who sees all and knows all. And mm-hmm. what the hell is that?
2: Yeah. After we got off the cast, I think it was last night, Jay Scotty, and we we're talking about Thanos. And why he didn't react more or whatever. And I was saying, yes. I said both times we've seen him die. And then after we got off the cast, I realized we've seen him die five times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> I think it's five. five uh, we saw. Okay. Now we've seen him die here. Uh, in what if we saw him die the first time, getting his head cut off. We've seen him die in Endgame. We've seen him die in Multiverse of Madness, and we've seen him die in What If Season One. <laughs>
3: When did he die in Multiverse of Madness? I don't remember that.
2: Uh, It was the flashback showing what Doctor Strange, uh, how Doctor Strange killed him in 838.
3: Oh, right. Oh, good call. Good call. Yeah. I was like, man,
2: I was trying to think of like other times we've seen, because we were talking about how he he died sort of stoically and didn't react very heavily. I was like, he kind of did that in Endgame, too. And in Infinity War, and and I sort of like I sort of think about it. Oh, and, and the other three <laughs> times we've seen him die, he's never had a huge like fear reaction. You know, True. <laughs> he's always just like, all right. It's just funny to have that have that big of a sample size to like study that question,
0: <laughs> right? Like yeah. the, the this like big bad of an entire uh, saga within the MCU. Three whole, uh, 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 three whole phases. That, like, this is the guy he's coming, and now we've seen him die more than a handful of times.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> like, like, oh, we're, we're to the point to where Thanos is just a punk now.
3: <laughs> yeah, he's a, death's an old friend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Some people
2: have joked about that with or talked about that with Kang and how Kang died and quant, die, has died or like has been taken out a couple of times, and it may, may make him, him seem weaker. Uh, then he, than he could be, you know, mm-hmm. and like, but if you think about it, Thanos, you know, the ultimate bad so far has been like taken out five times, kind of crazy. Uh, getting back to this episode. Cause I feel like me and the three of us will just like spin out and talk to the MCU generally instead of talking about this episode. And we'll be right. here yep. for two hours, which, you know, I don't know what you guys are doing tonight, but we could, um, <laughs> this I'm doing this. So,
0: <laughs> so shall we spin out?
2: I, the what. The one thing I did not like in this episode, which I felt was dumb, was uh, they're in the middle of the Battle of New York, and she's calling the shots like you do, like Cap does. And she says, Iron Man Thor, you keep fighting down here. Me and the only other Avenger that doesn't fly... We're going to go up top. Like what are you doing? Like that's terrible strategy. <laughs> We're going to rely on Chitari soldiers to carry us up there instead of the two flying mem- the three nope. other flying members heading up there?
0: <laughs> yeah. No, nope, that's they won't expect that. It's mind games. <laughs> it's
2: just mind games
0: exactly. Uh, uh, they're like these people don't fly, so clearly they're going to stay. What the hell? How did they get up here to the highest point in the battlefield? Yeah, it was
2: like the okay. opening line of the episode and I was like that's silly. That's not good calling, Cap. Sorry.
3: <laughs> that, that's funny because that didn't even register for me. My attention focused on another flying character. I focused on the fact that we had the Wasp as mm-hmm. part of this lineup. And yeah, we didn't get confirmation whether this was the Hope or the Janet version of the Wash. I would. Wasp, rather, I would have liked to, you know, have had just a moment to have her unmasked to get that confirmation. But when she zips through the Chitari brains and like the sound de- design behind that is so satisfying,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, that was a squish and a squelch.
3: <laughs> I think I really liked that wasp was there,
2: and I am um, I am assuming that it's Janet.
0: Yeah, she was in okay. red. She was all in red. Okay, that that, okay. and also
2: because hope. This is, I don't know how many years before that other movie, but Hope, I don't know, would be pretty young. Of course, we've already seen a version of, of this where Hope became a, an agent and died, and then well, uh, with, with that episode right. last season. So so it's very it's possible she could be there, but my my headcanon is that um, Janet, for whatever reason, Janet is still around, maybe Hank isn't. And in this mm-hmm. version of the story, like... She wasn't as antagonistic toward Shield, didn't blame them like Hank did, and so she right. ended up like sticking around and be, working with the Avengers, and and be, being sort of a senior member instead. I
0: hmm. think that's probably a result of Peggy Carter being such an inspiration.
3: Exactly, in mm, good call.
0: And like the, the 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 you know the heroics that she did were so different from what Cap did or from what Steve did, and you know the the uh i i want to call it prime mm-hmm. bec- and you got that dc crap in my brain <laughs> <laughs>
1: you're
0: welcome <laughs> in the the sacred timeline like in the 616 <laughs> verse like it's it's so different what she did and how like inspiring she was that like that that's going to have echoes throughout the whole the whole timeline
2: well not yeah. just the inspiration part of it which i definitely think is part of it but like there's also the aspect of just different people are in charge. You've got Bucky sticking sure. around and becoming like the Secretary of Defense or whatever. Or is he the Director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Secretary what was of he? State? Secretary of State. Okay. So, like, you've got these, these characters who died in the original verse carrying on. You've got instead of Bucky running around as changing world events, you've got the Hydra Stomper like doing completely yeah. different missions. And it's just, mm-hmm. and you've got the Red Room in charge instead of, uh, you know, the Winter Soldier program. So, it, it all just sort of like, Everything's a little different, so there's not. It's nice to think that though that like the changes made to this verse happened prior to Ant Man and the Wasp were running around in the seventies or whatever, and so it makes sense that that wasp would still be around.
3: I I want to address a couple things that got brought up there, and it was just really nice to actually see like the old version of Bucky. Like we've seen the old version of Peggy, we've seen the old version of Mm. Cap. Bucky's always kind of been this tortured soul that's never really got to have that normal life. So to get to see the old version of him was pretty cool. But the what if render for the old version of Bucky favors Billy Bob Thornton a lot, which doesn't bother me. I love (laughs) Billy Bob Thornton, but it just kind of threw me off a little bit. Uh, But I did want to dial back to what you brought up, Jeff, about the inspiration that Peggy serves, because I thought that it plays really nicely into the episode when you have Melina talk about how every girl in Russia aspires to be Peggy Carter. So I, I love that read yep. on it.
0: Yeah. And like, uh, widow said that when she was leaving, uh, the red room, she stabbed the guy in the throat.
3: Right. Mm. Dreykov, rather
0: than yeah. like, yeah. Rather than blowing up uh, a room and like potentially not getting him. Like she's, she knows that she killed him.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, dead.
0: that very much got Dracov out of the way so that Melina could be in charge. Yeah. And, things are different, <laughs> you know, yeah. things, uh, things are different now.
2: <laughs> it's, it's really yeah. nice. It's a really nice, just like, it's a really nice what if, like they, they're they just mm-hmm. continuing the story and it, um, this is the Black Widow from, wait, where did the Black Widow go that was in, I was confused. At the end of last season, Black Widow from the Ultronverse, what if Ultron won, ends up going Somewhere she else, she
0: went to the one where Hank killed all the Avengers. Okay, yes. that's
2: right. Yes. For some reason, I had it in my head that she went with Peggy, but then I was like, wait, that doesn't make sense because there was still clearly a Black Widow in this universe that Melina knows. Is this right. I, I got a little confused in the middle of this one.
0: Okay, yeah, that, that one was uh, she went to the battlefield on top of the helicarrier. Where you saw all the Asgardian ships? That's right, flying right. around.
3: Right, right. Good call. Because yeah. there
0: was that war because of you know, Thor got n- yeah murdered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate to say it.
3: Not to change gears too much here, but at the mention of Molina again, um, I don't want to gloss over Rachel Vice and like. Her performance, like, I feel like we've had a lot of stellar voice talent in What If and so many returning actors. But Rachel Vice, she really just like chewed up the scenery, and you can mm-hmm. tell she really relished getting to embrace that villainous turn. And um, in, in terms of like the way villains get their comeuppance, this was one of my favorites across like any medium. Like, that was just such yep. a satisfying moment. And I am no fashionista myself, but those heels, I took note yeah. of those heels. <laughs> and took note of the fact that Natasha took those heels to the face and the fact that she is an animated version of her character did not make that, you know, that impact hurt any less for me.
2: Yeah, I took note of those heels too, and I know Jeff did. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I've seen a
3: cosplay version of
2: Wanda step on Jeff at a con before. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't gonna talk about that, Matt. <laughs> We agreed not to talk about that. Matt, was it? The, we yeah, we were at Dragon Con. The picture's somewhere on this, to the to Panda chat. But uh, there was a, a wanda walking around with like a sign that said like five dollars to step on you or something like that.
0: <laughs> oh right, yeah, no, that was uh, that was in the dealer hall. Yeah, and so you laid on the ground and I paid her five dollars. Yeah, Matt to was step like I'm you. going to pay for this. Get your ass on the floor. <laughs> I laid down. and was like, "Ooh, it's nice and cool." <laughs>
2: the picture was too good. I could. I, it was worth the five bucks.
3: <laughs> oh man!
2: <laughs> you know, one of my favorite shots in this episode uh, is the flipping of the car on the shield. Oh, oh yeah. yeah! Oh cool. man, it was cool. Reminiscent
0: of the first episode of uh, of season one, where captain carter flipped the truck
2: yes yes i just love she's
0: really good at that i love that i love that they turned that on its head a little bit by like steve was just like repeatedly throwing cars Mm. and like she flipped the one and was like oh yeah so heroic (laughs) (laughs) you had that heroic moment but you got iced
3: i think it was in that same sequence we got one of my favorite like Uh, camera transitions where Peggy was being pummeled by the Hydra Stomper and it transitioned from her taking impact to Natasha taking impact Mm. from Melina and it just worked really really well
0: yep yep a lot of fun oh man I just made another connection with this episode Uh, Widow firing a um, uh, uh, grappling hook onto something and attaching it to the other person
3: Oh, so she I see where can, you're going with it. Okay. You know? And instead
0: of, like, her falling to her death, Melina got dragged upward to her death. Oh,
3: yeah. <laughs> this isn't love.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. You have to give up your mom, right? That's, did she get the soul stone? Is that where that was? Yeah. She got the soul stone right there.
2: Right in Sardovia. Yep. <laughs> I re- I a, li- a really small thing, but I liked the slow motion jumping through fences. Uh it happens twice in the episode once with uh Captain Carter and Black Widow jumping through some sort of fence and it like mm-hmm. does a slow side view. Yes. Yeah. And then it cuts to later on all those widows doing it all together and it's just oh right. man, this looks this is just cool stuff. Just it was really cool. cool there was
0: there was one thing that kind of like I was weirded out in that widow shot where <laughs> there was one that like slid through a hole in the bottom of the fence. I saw fence. that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, like, the character model didn't really move. Like, she was was just super stiff. Just (laughs) like, we're just gonna (laughs) drag this... Glide along
3: ground, yeah. Yep. It was like
0: Mortal Kombat 2, like a low kick.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it totally was. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I... I noticed that shot too, and my mind kind of went to like, oh, this is kind of a cool mashup between like the shot from the Avengers and Age of Ultron meets like, yep. you know, Ferris Bueller rushing home to make it home before his parents get home, which <laughs> Spider Man home Homecoming lampooned as well. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, but totally. There were a couple of shots with the widows where I noticed where like they had their guns, you know, mounted high, like ready to take a kill shot. And I actually was like, one of the first times I'd really. I'm sure i at least contemplated in the past, but just like the similarity between the winter soldier program and the black widows and how like, you know, in, in our timeline, the winter soldiers really never came to be, but you know, they could really either team up or go toe to toe with the black widows. And that would be like an all out war (laughs) across the globe. We could possibly contend with.
2: (laughs) That's a, that's a good, that's a good, what if in itself, like, sure. What if the widows went to war with the winter soldiers? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Good,
0: good stuff. Like, what have they allied with the winter soldiers? Oh man, <laughs>
3: mm.
0: yeah. Uh,
2: speaking of uh, uh, getting taking aim, being ready to fire, uh, Widow takes aim at Bucky, or t- I'm sorry, takes aim at Steve, and then Bucky steps in the way. Um, which mm. I thought oh, was interesting. So it was interesting, but it was kind of like Widow was ready to kill Steve, you know, she's like ready to go, she's gonna do it, but then Bucky steps in the way, but then she goes on like the you know, Winter Soldier road trip sort of thing with uh, with him to like save him. It was mm-hmm. it was just kind of weird. It was like I I almost expected at some point because uh, Fury says I'm counting on you to do the right thing. Like I know basically I know Peggy is not going to do this. Like she's not going to kill Steve. But I'm counting on you to do the right thing. I expected some point in this thing for like her to just finally take the kill shot. You know, when like mm. he kept especially after he like tricked them into coming and you realized it was all like a fake out to get them on site or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, it but never did. She never did.
0: I think, I think by then though, like she had been going on the, the trip and was just kind of along for the ride. Like, Oh, I'm waiting for my, I'm waiting for the opportune right. moment. But then like, she got sort of convinced uh and, and led to that position. But then Peggy said like, okay, you could say I told you so. Right. Yeah. 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 But then like, they had their own things to deal with, so she, like she couldn't take the kill shot because she was booking it away from being shot at. Right. Yeah. I, I just I don't think that she had the the opportunity to take that kill shot. Yeah, no, I
2: think mm-hmm. you're right. It's just uh, I guess like from a narrative perspective, I kind of expected her to be the Black Widow who is often doing the duplicitous thing for the right sure. reason, but like you know, uh, it, it could have been a really tragic moment if she ended up taking the kill shot. Because she's, like, like Peggy's standing, begging Steve to, like, not kill her, putting her shield down, all that stuff. And then instead of Steve just deciding not to, Black Widow just takes him out. You know, something like that. And it's like, then that puts a rift well, in the shoot relationship. shoot at him later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> she shot the grappling hook? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was interesting that uh, Steve is, uh, the suit is somehow keeping Steve young, and, he's, right. and that he's trapped in it, or he'll die. Uh, it's just... Doesn't seem like how the suit worked in season one, right. <laughs> <But> like, like <laughs> that it had like a fountain of youth property to it.
0: <laughs> well, it hadn't been affected by uh, the Red Room and Hydra or whoever, right? It had not yet been uh, re-engineered. I would say, yeah, because mm-hmm. mm. the what was it? They like they went to various places around the world. And it was somewhere in South America. So, Argentina? Ar- Argentina.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: 1953, Argentina. The very one. Yeah. I was like, does that. What about when <laughs> when Widow was facing down the ballerina? Oh. <laughs> she said, like, did you forget about Argentina? And it's like, oh, you show off. No, that wouldn't have been the same time frame.
3: <laughs> no, unfortunately.
0: <laughs> I-, I was like, that's a link." No, it's not. Search, searching, not. For <laughs> searching for connections. Searching for connections.
2: Uh, I think there's plenty in this one to not have to search for more.
3: (laughs) Well, my final note is, is not a super serious one, but you know, we've often seen like these questions have like rippling ramifications, Mm -hmm. kind of like the butterfly effect. But for my purposes, I think it's safe to assume with like the concept here being what if Peggy Carter was the first Avenger and we're still just following that through line. Uh, The fact that Nick Fury says that they didn't, Debrief her on Bigfoot as well is confirmation to me that Bigfoot exists within the main <laughs> Marvel cinematic universe <laughs> timeline. So, as a somewhat casual squatcher, this is a a day of victory for me. Nice. I <laughs> don't
0: think he meant it that way, because <laughs> he was saying that uh, that this one was a rumor. The Hydro Stomper was a rumor. Yeah. Like, and he's mm, like, we're not going to brief you on you know Bigfoot, Chupacabras, scooty- like. Scoot's point is
2: taken though, because like you know, it was it did end up being a true rumor. So, and you know, yeah. if anyone would know that, it's a trumer. a rumor, if you will. <laughs> I love I love that movie Kevin Bacon, and
0: <laughs> it's
2: not the trumer.
0: Um Okay, sorry, it was kindergarten trimmer. <laughs>
2: Lord, okay. Uh, last thing I had in my notes was the skydive scene was cool. I, <laughs> it's nice again like you said not very deep but uh it just it just it was just oh. a fun and in, intense scene
0: that was that was another uh age of ultron uh connection like where somebody had to ride a giant thing like falling into uh into the quinjet and like mm. have it crash oh, in yeah, there okay. and then Good fly call. away with it yeah,
2: yeah 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 okay i dug it i dug it it was a lot of fun.
0: Man, so many small connections. Yeah, for real. I, I liked the the pacing in this episode versus the previous one.
2: Oh, yeah. The, the previous one was just go, 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 go.
0: Yeah, the Iron Man one was just like, ah! Like, there was just so much always happening. And it was, it was overwhelming to the point where I was like, I don't know if I like this episode. Interesting. Yeah. Because it was just, it was a lot all the time but this one was still pretty quickly paced but it was like it it was more like it felt more organic i guess hmm. probably because we were already familiar with some of the characters right like especially captain carter
2: well it, it just it kind of mirrors the tones of the movies that it's spoofing you know like the yeah it, yeah that that is very much what happens in Ragnarok too you never really get a chance to like stop and breathe it goes 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 and this like the winter soldier and black widow both have sort of like espionage slow pacing that leads to cool uh, you know turns and uh surprises and stuff so yeah i, I think that that I, I like that the the uh, my crit- main criticism of the season so far and jay Scott has heard me talk about it too many times at this point but um it's the is the idea that like and you too jeff it, like the the one episode that we talked about blade run that was like very noir, Blade Runnery, and then it sort of turned into a laugh factory and it was kind of like this doesn't feel like the tone it was going. I do think these there's been a few now that have maintained the intended tone throughout. Like this one did not ever turn into like really jokey. You know what I mean? Like it didn't yeah. go for um that sort of Guardians Ragnarok thing of like joke a minute. It it stayed in that like uh Winter Soldier espionage feel. Then I, I think that's yeah. yeah, it's a, good choice. a
0: spy thriller the whole time, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, totally. All right, well, we're going to wrap that up and we're going to go record about episode uh six now, which is one of my so far, it's my favorite of the season, so I can't wait to talk about it. Um, yep, and uh, yeah, if you want, we're over on patreon.com/slash mcucast. Uh, I'm going to drop these quicker over there, but they'll still be dropping one a day in the feed the main feed. So, we'll be finishing up the season one a day for the rest of the week and then um if you would like to catch us uh um catch them quicker, go to patreon.com/msukes and I will drop them as soon as I can edit them. So, um yeah. Thank you guys for joining us. And uh Jay Scotty tell the people where they can find you online.
3: Yeah, you can find me at uh, not just one but two places. Animation deliberation if you're a fan of animated content. And then I'm also uh over there on Multiverse News with Matthew Carroll, Haley Hobbs, and Jay Sisson every week.
2: Don't talk to me about Caroline Rebers. Don't do it.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have it. I'm sorry, bud. Yeah, you took the bet.
2: I took the bet. I took the bet. I feel like the bet was a little changed on me, but I took it. I still I still said it. I still agreed to the terms. Uh we, we, we made a bet a few weeks ago on uh on multiverse news that uh, if Aquaman didn't make forty million dollars, uh, then I would eat a Carolina Reaper on on the podcast. So that's that'll be fun. I ordered it. I hope it'll be here for this week's podcast.
3: We may have to modify that further. Maybe just a bite. Like I don't want to like kill any of our participants. If we, yeah,
0: you it. might you might get a uh, an immediate ulcer and die if you ate a whole Carolina. Reaper. All right,
2: I'll I'll do some research. <laughs> <laughs> Don't to, uh,
0: Matt's like you promised. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Jay just did a, a, a little uh, um, a reel on our Instagram, and he was like, "It says on the package, don't eat if you have heart conditions or stomach conditions." <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, good. That sounds great. I'm glad I lost this. Um, yep. yep. So that'll be fun. Look, look for that on Multiverse News next week. And uh, this week on Multiverse News, though uh, it'll be dropping the same time this episode drops. So if you're listening to this, it's already online. Um, we're we're doing our best of 2023, so check that out over on Multiverse News. So yeah, um, thanks for being here, Jay Scotty. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, man, and Jeff, as always, great podcasting with you, my friend. And we'll be back soon. <laughs> no response. We'll be back soon. Peace.
0: Until next time, true believers.
2: Hey, you just listened to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast from Stranded Panda. I really hope you liked it. Let me just say a big thank you to all of our supporters on Patreon.com slash MCUCast. You are the lifeblood of our little operation here, and a huge Huge thank you to our insanely generous Illuminati-tier patrons, Walter Kreisky III, Lieutenant Bongo, and Jazz Viz. You guys are amazing. If you'd like to see our beautiful faces, you can catch a video version of many of our episodes at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. Love you 3,000, my friends.
1: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium?